Jersey Mike's, they do a, a Community Hero Award yep. every year. Just so happens this year, I got the most nominations in the whole country. They donate $5,000 to the gym. They also feature me in this documentary. Like, honestly, part of it was super awkward because I don't like people making a big deal about what I'm doing because I feel like yeah. I'm just doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. I feel like everybody should care about kids. Everybody mm -hmm. should, should care about other people. To me, when you make a big deal about me doing that type of stuff, it's like, why aren't you doing right. this type of stuff? Right. A lot of people are just busy with their lives, mm -hmm. right? They have kids. Mm -hmm. They got careers. We move at such a speed in life, even in the best of circumstances. It's just hard to focus on kids yeah. when you've got so much to worry about yourself. Yeah. It says what you're doing, it's passion work. All right, welcome everybody to another episode of the Joe Schmo Sports Show. With you, as always, my name is Clint Webb. I am here with my co-host, Mr. Dominic Bottastella. What's going on, Clint? The man on the ones and twos behind the magic curtain, Mr. Dre Cameron. What's up, and today, we have a very special guest, a local basketball guru, if you will, <laughs> Mr. Mike yeah. Jones. How you think? How's things, bro? Everything's good, man. Thank you so much for y'all having me, man. This hey, thanks for coming by, man. Yeah, we're, we appreciate I'm glad it. You, I'm, I'm glad you uh, came by, man. You you talk sports, and that's what we do here. Yes, so, sir. You um, sports is life. So let you know, man. We talked a little pregame here, but we're just gonna let you know do your thing and ask you some questions along the way. Right. Just tell us a little bit about Mike Jones, and then tell us a little bit about the Guru School. Okay. Uh, originally, I'm from Durham. Okay. Uh, Ball City? Grew, yes, sir. I grew up in Durham. 95% uh, of my family's there. I, uh, I played basketball at Jordan High School. Nice. Okay. Yeah, played nice, four nice. years there. I ended up getting a basketball scholarship to uh, a small school right outside of Charlotte called uh, Barber Scotia College okay. in okay. Concord. I played there for three years. What, what division is that? Oh, it's actually NAIA. NAIA, it's NAIA okay, okay. Division okay. I. Yeah, gotcha. yes, yes. So it's kind of like, a, what's a good way to compare it? Have you seen the show Last Chance You? Yes. On, uh, on Netflix. Yes. Okay. Think Last Chance You, but basketball. Okay. That's okay. what it was. Okay. Yes. Okay. So gotcha. Like, the, guy, the guys that couldn't qualify for NCAA for whatever reason. Oh, Guys that okay. got in trouble, stuff Com like that. Com almost like Juco. Low key. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Very similar to Juco. Did you guys so, okay. play Pfeiffer? We did play Pfeiffer. I had a friend of mine that went to Pfeiffer on a basketball scholarship. Mm -hmm. That was back way in the older yeah, days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we 90s. did play Pfeiffer. Yeah, we. I remember that. <laughs> so what, when was this? What, what year This was 2001 to 2004 I was there. Okay. Right. So then after that, I uh, my coach got the head coaching job at Livingstone College okay. in Salisbury, okay. and right, uh, they're, they're Division two. So he took a couple of kids with him. I was one of the ones he took with him. So I went there. I played my senior year there, and I, I graduated, and I had a couple opportunities to go play overseas and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I, at the time, I had just had a son. He was probably a year and a half at the time, and I decided that it was more important to be a dad. Where were your offers at? Uh, I could have played in Venezuela. Ooh. I had a look in um, the Dominican. There was another one in Puerto Rico, mostly the Latin countries. Okay. Down what, south. What, what position did you play? I was point guard. Okay, oh, yes, yeah. I was a point. Excellent. He's not throwing in the five spotter. Nah, anymore. nah, nah. <laughs> no, I, I, he, he didn't, he didn't, didn't spend much tall. time on the block. He could no. probably teach you how to defend it. But oh, he's yeah, not for gonna... sure. Being a point guard, you, you, it's probably the most cerebral position oh, absolutely. In, in basketball, absolutely. hence the guru part, yes, right? precisely. Right. Yes, yes, I got yes. you. I definitely, I was never the tallest. I, I wasn't mm -hmm. the biggest in terms of stature. So I, I, I always say that I made it as far as I did make it just because of my brain. That was mm -hmm. mostly what it was. I thought the game. I was the guy that knew the knew every every play from every position. Hence like, why you do what you do now. Exactly. Yeah. Similar. Yes, yes, yes. So All now right. you were in college. I was in college. Okay. We uh, we went to, we okay. went to the uh, we went to the uh, Elite 8. 
oh, nice. my senior year, okay. you know, that type of thing. We got t-shirts and all that type of stuff. But uh, yeah, so once I left the Livingstone, I, I bounced around, did a couple odd and in jobs, stuff like that. It's interesting because once the profession, the professional dream fizzles out, yeah, like so much of our identity as athletes, mm-hmm. you know what yes. I'm saying? It's so tied into being an athlete. So yep. once that kind of fizzles out, it's like, man, what do I do now? How, who am I outside of Mike Jones, the basketball player? Mm-hmm. So I stumbled around. I, I was the FedEx man. I was the maintenance man. Well, in the what hotel. was your, what was your degree in? Uh, recreation administration. Okay. Recreation administration. Yeah. Right. Ironically makes enough, sense. I, I wanted to open a youth center. Might make sense. I wanted okay. to open a youth center. Yeah, we'll yeah, get to that. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> I bounced around, did a couple odds and then jobs, stuff like that. The FedEx man, I was okay. a maintenance man, stuff like mm-hmm. that. And then eventually I started working with children's at a uh, recreation center. Okay. Which one? Campus Hills in Durham. Okay. Started working there. Yep. I was doing summer camp. I realized how much I enjoyed being around kids and, and playing basketball and doing stuff like that. And yep. then it just eventually became a passion for me. Mm-hmm. And I started coaching. I was the assistant on varsity at uh, East Chapel Hill High School. My alma mater. Exactly. Okay. I was there for five years, uh, almost six. And one of the kids that was there my very first year, his name was Carter Collins. Okay. Carter Collins ended up scoring 1,500 points. He, was the, he broke Chris Hobbs' record wow. in terms of scoring, if that okay. gives you any sure. you know, you know, reference to him. Sure. He, uh, ended up, he broke a whole bunch of records. He, was, he ended up being the number two player in the state when he graduated. Mm. What so year was that? This was, he graduated 17. So he was behind Kobe? White behind, yes, yes, yes. Okay, yes, yes. so Kobe White was in the no. Middle. I think Kobe, 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 Kobe was the year. He was the year after. That. Was the year twenty eight? He, he was eighteen. Okay, okay, yes, he was behind. He was actually behind Brandon Huffman. Yeah, Huffman was oh, number right. one in Blake Harris. Well, you remember Huff- Blake Harris played at NC State for and, a while. And Huffman went to Hofstra and did his thing. This no, he year. goes to Jacksonville State. Jacksonville State. He dominated. He's played really well too. Yeah, except yes. for the last game. Apparently. Exactly. Yeah, he didn't play very well. Last <laughs> That's game. what I heard. Anyway. Yes, he didn't play very well last yeah. game. But so Carter got popular, and I was basically his trainer outside of coaching practice and stuff like that. We would spend hours and hours in the gym and. Mm-hmm. As he gradually got more and more popular in the area, I, in turn, got more popular. I mean, who is this guy working with? Who is teaching him this type of stuff? So he got popular. I, in turn, got popular, and I started charging people for it, essentially. Yeah, no doubt. Nice. You know what I'm saying? It started with one kid, then one went to five, turned to 10, to 20. I've, co- I've worked with a lot of kids at this point. Yeah, that's so, what turned into the guru school? That's what turned into the guru school. Explain to me what the concept is behind the guru school. It, it was originally... I just wanted my own space. I wanted my own gym. Yeah. Because I was bouncing around at different recreation centers and different parks and stuff like that in the right. Chapel Hill area. Okay. And everybody would charge me. So eventually, I mean, I got tired of this, man. I want to go. I want to do my own shit. So yeah. I went and I started getting into the process. And once I realized what I could actually do with the space, I was like, man, just doing basketball, I'm just selling myself short. Man, I could do okay. so much more with this. So I decided outside of basketball, we could do tutoring. We could do uh, virtual learning. We could do community outreach. Oh, nice. We can do all types of different stuff. So basketball is really just that. Basketball is how it started, but it's gotten so much bigger than basketball now. It's a beautiful thing to see. The basketball is your moneymaker, though. Yeah, partly, yeah. yeah Tutoring's sure. got to be something. Tutoring, yeah, tutoring is lucrative. T- the money, summer camps, mm-hmm. stuff like that is very lucrative. What ages are you working with? In terms of basketball, I work from with kids as young as six and seven all the way up to... I have one guy, funny story, he, he reached out to me on Facebook one time. He's like, yeah, man, I, I was wondering if you could start training me, working with me one-on-one. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, of course, man. So he's, I, I asked him through the course of the conversation, what grade are you in? He said, there's probably been some sort of miscommunication. He said, I'm a grown man. There's been a miscommunication. Yeah, I'm 37 years old. I was like, that's cool. But like, why would you want a basketball trainer at 37 years old? He says, every Tuesday and Thursday night, I go to open gym. Yeah. And I'm tired of these young boys running circles around me. I need something in my arsenal. Yeah, so man. it's he interesting. Need, I, I he him. needs to play cerebral because he doesn't have the he doesn't have the raw athleticism anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Especially the best yeah, yeah, of these yeah. kids. For sure. Yeah. He's lost a step or two. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I know how everything hurts when you get to be in your late 30s, early 40s. 
stuff you didn't yeah. even know could hurt starts hurting. Yeah, tell me about it. Years younger than we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just yeah. I literally just turned thirty eight Friday. Yeah. yeah. Oh, happy birthday! I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jim, I just I turned thirty eight Friday. But uh, in terms of the tutoring and everything else, we try to focus on elementary school kids. Okay. The younger, the better. Okay. For sure. Do you kid, look for tutors still? Do I look for them? Mm-hmm. Like uh, to, yeah, I still, I still to need to. them? Okay. Yes, for sure. Yep. Layla's supposed to help me. She would enough. love that. Yeah, yeah. she oh, actually nice. reached out to me about that. That's that's awesome. Yes, so I will the make moment sure I, she reaches back out. Please do. I'd love to have her to come help, okay. for sure. So, Anybody who wants to help. So you're tutoring young kids, mm-hmm. like an after-school program mm-hmm. type of thing. Precisely. Uh, help them. Uh, what what kids are coming in there for tutoring, what kids are coming in there for basketball, what is the... It's. It, I'm so blessed because I work with such a diverse yeah. group of kids. You've got the kids who come from the single-parent households. Yeah. You've got the kids who live on Weaver Dairy. Yep. yep. You know what I'm saying? It's just everywhere in between. And and the, one of the best parts about my youth center and, and just the guru school in general is like sure. kids who wouldn't normally get a chance to interact with these different demographics outside of school. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna force you to be friends. Like you're mm-hmm. not gonna be in here and not talk to each other. You're not gonna be in here and not That's interact right. with each other. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's just very cool to see like kids taking a liking to each mm-hmm. other and, and understanding yeah. that this kid may come from a totally different world than I come from, mm-hmm. but we're still kids. He's a, he's a kid just like I am. Yeah, of course. Basketball course. is so universal. It really is. Yeah. It's so universal. It really like is. it brings together so many people. It's, it's a way to tie life together because i think Mm -hmm. it was funny when you were describing earlier that experience that an athlete goes through what is my identity after sports Mm -hmm. that's it's not just a universal issue that athletes go through it's Mm -hmm. anybody who makes a large change Mm -hmm. if if you make a a midlife career change Mm -hmm. or something like that or if you've been in a long-term relationship and all Mm -hmm. of a sudden you're out of it what is what is life without that thing that i've been so tied to Mm -hmm. for my identity how to you know what who am i now and the basketball is almost a metaphor for that because life is like that we all experience the Mm -hmm. same common issues and problems Mm -hmm. But having basketball brings everybody together. We realize really all just the same. Exactly. We come from different places. We have different experiences, but we all experience the same shit, just slightly differently. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. So how has how has COVID affected the Guru School? I'll be honest with you. We started. We opened up probably the third week of December, Mm -hmm. and I had been. I'd had the keys since August. We had been renovating and painting and doing all the getting all this stuff done on the inside. I was so excited to get the doors open. I may not have been the most responsible in the beginning. (laughs) So it was a process. I had a couple kids test positive. We had to close Mm -hmm. for a couple days. It was a learning experience, but now we're like super duper diligent about it. Super duper diligent about it, man. Okay. And do you, have you noticed the COVID world that we're living in Mm -hmm. now that changed any of the kids perception about sports or drive to they to get better seeing them lose basketball Mm -hmm. last year because they they got to play a season this year but but their their season last year got cut off midway seeing them lose basketball it was rough it it was rough they didn't know what to do with themselves yeah i I couldn't imagine me at 17 years old that's all i wanted to do at 17 was play basketball play play ball i lived for basketball season that was it the only reason i went to class the only reason i did homework was, was to, to be to eligible basketball. to play basketball. Now sure. it seems like all the kids want to do is be on their devices, exactly. be on their video games. They have so games. many more distractions than we do. Oh, oh, my God. So That's many more distractions than we do. T- my son is uh, one hell of an athlete, mm-hmm. and he plays NCFC soccer. Very cool. And he would 
rather slit his wrist than go outside and practice with the soccer ball because mm-hmm. he's so damn addicted yep. to the screens, mm-hmm. to that blue light yep. and those instantaneous mm-hmm. response and dopamine hits that yeah. those things yep. produce no mm-hmm. that it, it, in sports, it's almost hard to compete Man. with those things. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. especially you know, coming off a year of COVID where you weren't able to go outside, you weren't able to hang mm-hmm. out with anybody or do a- any of those sorts of things. Man, it's, uh, it's like getting kids off of drugs. Yes, yeah, it, it is. Sure. For sure. I, I was talking to I was talking to a few people about this. I think Dre and I actually had this conversation. I'm a diehard basketball fan, mm-hmm. right? Same. Diehard college basketball mm-hmm. fan, and the not having the fans it in the sucks. arena has really it's not hurt my fandom mm-hmm. necessarily, but it's changed the my experience. Mm-hmm. 100. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. If you're watching NFL football yep. or something like that, I'll use the field. I'll use the field. You don't mm-hmm. see the fans unless yeah. they want to point the camera mm-hmm. at the fans. Yep. Like baseball, college basketball, it's that instant reaction. Mm-hmm. When some shit goes down, mm-hmm. it's that instant reaction yeah. and you just feel that. And you haven't the, been the, able to feel that. The piped year. in crowd noise yeah, just so doesn't do the same thing. You know, so the last two yeah. home UNC games, mm-hmm. they've had 3,300 fans or whatever mm-hmm. it may be. Yeah. And it seemed like 20,000. Yeah. Just yeah. because there hasn't been mm-hmm. that. And it made the experience definitely more enjoyable. Yes. But man, there's still nothing like seeing a couple thousand, yes. 20,000 fans Golly. just go freaking batshit mm-hmm. crazy man. over yeah, something. And it just it makes seeing me 6,000 Duke fans cry. Yeah, right. that, that's always a fun, fun <laughs> there's, night. There's yes. nothing like that. For sure. For that's, sure. always, that's always a fun night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I want to pivot back to the Guru School. Mm-hmm. Tell me, tell us a little bit about your after school programs or your summer programs that you have for, for these kids because if we're going to have people that are listening, that want to have childcare for the mm-hmm. summer. I'm sure that's starting like now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we are, and we then it's probably it. filling up really fast if yes, it's not done yes, already. So yes, tell we, some people what's going on. Basically, our summer camp is going to be a lot less structured than our virtual learning stuff because right now with the virtual learning stuff we they these kids although they're not in school they still have responsibilities that they have to do every day. So we make sure they get all that stuff done. So with summer camp, basically just running around being active. We're going to have pizza day. We're going to have like different activities, all types of different stuff. Like they're going to do arts and crafts, all type of stuff. Like I just want, it's it's trying to say, like you were talking earlier, get them away from the screen. Force them to interact. Force them to have fun. So tell people where you are. We are in Hillsboro, North Carolina. Right. Yeah. Off Meadowlands. Right. Off Meadowlands. Right. Yeah. We're right next to the, to the Joe, what's the guy at the coffee company? Uh, The, the Joe Van Gogh. Joe Van Gogh. Gogh, That Mm -hmm. guy. Yes. Um, okay. All right, so you mm-hmm. are because I know the placement because yes, I yes. too live in Hillsboro, mm-hmm. so I know the placement of your of your gym. Yep, you are very close to the Eno. Yep. You are very close to Okanichi State Park, the mm-hmm. Okanichi Speedway, and stuff. Are you going to be utilizing those over the summer? Now that you said that, yeah. Okay. I, see, because see, outside of my gym, right. I don't really know much of hills. If you go down to where the stoplight is, mm-hmm. so you can get on 40 yep. or 85, mm-hmm. you take a right instead. Oh, okay. And okay. There's, a, there's a speedway called the Okanichi Speedway. And fun fact, it used mm-hmm. to be one, it was one of the last dirt track NASCAR tracks wow. in the country. Very like cool. you have people like Cale Yarborough mm-hmm. and Richard Petty. Mm-hmm. that have all raced there mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it is seven tenths of a mile around three tenths of a mile in wow. and it's surrounded by the river yeah and it's nothing but recreation area so it'd be so great cool. for you to take your kids you can get Not there through that idea. neighborhood they just built Not so so are you saying river state park is right there too the river state park is like three miles to the right wow. oh yeah yeah that's a great place to, that's a great place it to is take fun. kids what i'm talking about is walking distance yeah oh, pop them oh, in oh, a van oh. yeah, yeah 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 i gotcha even if you did pop them in the van I yeah mean, that that you know river, you know, state, river state park hike mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. one of the 
largest elevation changes it's of fun. any mm-hmm. park yeah. in the Triangle area, and yeah. it'd be a great place if you want to take them for some Take them out field. there look for Bigfoot. Well, yeah. <laughs> not only that, but take some training, do some field yeah. running out on the tra- out mm-hmm. on the trail and have them running uphill and stuff like that. I guarantee mm-hmm. you a few weeks of that, and they're going to be very mm-hmm. good shape. Yeah, it's funny, it's funny you say that because once the pandemic hit, we were outside working out, so we had to do a lot of our stuff outdoors at different parks around the area so one of mm-hmm. our main places that we used to go to is the at the dean dome right there the courts we would be right out there at the basketball court so we would do basketball for an hour and a half and then i would literally make them start at the bottom of the hill mm. and sprint Mm-mm. up to the stoplight like, you've been to the smith center they hate yeah, you've been yeah, to the yeah, smith yeah, center yeah, yeah, yeah. what the hill hate. he's talking about yep. when i tell y'all they hate the hill um, who wouldn't hate? They I don't hate like walking. How do you hill, how do you bro? sprint up that damn hill? They don't uh, even call it the hill. They hey call man. it that bitch. You know I what? hate that bitch. <laughs> you know you know what? They refer Dominic, to it as that. They're also teenagers, bro. Man, yeah. Yeah. they hate they everything. Hate the they hate well, the hill. Not only do they hate everything, mm-hmm. but they also can't do anything really physically. Yeah. And so running up that hill, you remember? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. we had this conversation one day. Whenever like you rode a bike as a kid, mm-hmm. you rode a bike as a kid. We all rode bikes as kids. You didn't feel your quads. When you were 13 riding that bike, no. but when yeah, you're yeah, 40 yeah. riding that bike, oh you, my God. Feel, you feel every fiber twitch in that son bitch. Oh, oh <laughs> tell, me, tell me about it. All Everything of it. Hurts. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know First. when I was in my teens and 20s that shin splints were a thing, but <laughs> let me tell you about shin splints. <laughs> 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 like you know, I do anything, and this whole part of my leg was like on fire. Yeah, I'm like, man. what the? Yeah, man, I, I didn't even do nothing. That's hilarious. <laughs> so, Mike, there's a lot of fun things to do that you can take kids yeah. to do. I'll show you. You're gonna have to. And there's me. literally Please right do. around where, where you are, especially walking. Distance. So, if there is, uh, we'll talk later. Yes, but tomorrow. Please. Look, okay. Let me know what you're doing tomorrow. All right, got you. Hold, yeah, hold on, hold on. I just have to point out that Dre's losing it oh, over there well, still over shin splits. Because we're talking, we're, talking, <laughs> we're talking shit that hurts when you the get old. Splits. Hey, how about you want to turn this into the I'm too old for this shit oh segment? I'm too old I for this. I'm not too old for shin splints. I'm, I'm just the right age for that <laughs> shit. Yeah. Tennis elbow, shin splints, mm. turf toe. Oh, man, no, I got it, tennis it elbow like holding myself. You know what I'm saying? When you were talking about it, it's like a feel it's, it's, like it's like when you're watching the show and somebody gets hit in the face and you're like, I oh, can yeah. feel that. Oh, yeah. I know what that feels like. Just their words. I played tennis a lot growing up, so I actually had shin splints when, yeah. I, was, uh, when mm. I was a teenager. I've seen some pictures of you out on the tennis court. Do you have some people that you like? You train no, out there no, or something? No, no. So, so before we graduated to the hill, mm-hmm. I used to yeah. make them run around the volleyball court. Oh, okay. so, oh. We, so we would okay. be going, we'd be walking from the basketball court okay. through the tennis court mm-hmm. to the volleyball okay. court. They call, they call that Sandy. Sandy. We, we refer to her as Sandy, okay. and the hill is that bitch. So you, you, you just take them out is and about is the, to train. Is, what, is, the, is the hill that one that comes from, from Manning? The, uh, down to the Smith Center, yeah. directly no, down. The one you the down. So there's the a, there's another there's yes, there's another yes. interesting <laughs> one that goes from. The, do you you know where the yes. ropes course is? Yes. All the way up to the top of that parking lot past yes. the tennis court. Sure. It's ropes course. Yeah. Tell yeah. Me yeah. More. Uh, it's on Carolina's campus. Really? Yeah. 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 There's there's a lot School of them. Yeah. I'll take you out. I can take you out. It's pretty dope. Yeah. Wow. But it's it's, it's not. It's that actually dope. it's actually like you. It's part of the disc golf course. The UNC yeah, disc golf I'll, course. I'll tell you though, yeah. Dom. Like this hill, you know it because it, yeah. whenever you went to the Smith Center to watch yeah, the yeah, Carolina yeah. Duke game, mm-hmm. you, did you take a bus? Did you drive? I t- well, here's the funny thing. I took the bus mm-hmm. and then we walked after the game from the Smith Center to Franklin Street. So you walked uh, up the big ass hill. Mm-hmm. That's the hill he's talking about. That's, That's the hill I'm talking about. about. Yeah, and yeah. we actually got we graduated <laughs> to the hill because they used to complain about the sand messing up their socks. Oh. 
Oh, they, can't have it mess up holes some socks. in their socks, or they would go home and wash Get their socks, socks, and they would still have sand in them after they. Did, did you after switching them over to that bitch? Did you ask them how they missed the sand? <laughs> no, no, they, see, but even still, as much as they hate the hill, yeah. they hate the sand even yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. They hate the sand. So, the parents, if you're gonna have your kids go to uh, the guru school, I might have them in good in good hands, Absolutely. and they'll come back in good shape, Absolutely. and more importantly, come home very tired. Hundred percent. So, so speaking speaking of that, just in general as a youth sports director talk about and i know it and clint knows it we all know it Mm -hmm. you know being a little bit older generation Mm -hmm. and participating in sports and the importance that plays for a child's mental health because i think right now a lot of parents especially parents of teens Mm -hmm. are going through something where kids all the kids Mm -hmm. are depressed because they've spent over a year now in the house, mm-hmm. or just nothing away but from screens, their away from their away friends, from yeah. their, friends mm-hmm. away from their school, away from their normal life, away from their sports. What is it that getting involved in sports, I don't care if it's basketball, mm-hmm. swimming, tennis, just anything to get you outside, mm-hmm. get you that vitamin D, yep. get you that like activity. Mm-hmm. How important is that for the, the emotional health of these kids, especially teenagers? Mm-hmm. I just think it's it's super important because although you go going to play sports, you're meeting teammates at the same yeah. time, you're still gaining friends. And it's yeah, like yeah. The, the kids that I work with, like they met each other. There's some there's some kids who didn't know each other until they came to see me yeah. and they met because of basketball. But now they're best friends like they rely yeah. on each other for so much. Like yeah. they, they trust each other. They, they bounce things off of each other. They're going through the same type of thing. The same way that there's one teenager going through the pandemic, their friends are going through the same mm-hmm. pandemic. So they, they just have each other to, to lean on in times like this. Yeah, I feel like, uh, you know, I don't way- have many friends. Life sucks right now, bro. Yeah. <laughs> well, the way, you know what I'm saying? The, like the, the older that I, I don't have many friends. The way the, you know the way the pandemic hit, though, it mm-hmm. just came so fast that, Out you know, nowhere. even people who, mm-hmm. who had their friends at school, all of a sudden, they just, the instantaneous mm-hmm. isolation that yes. happened didn't allow those bonds that would mm-hmm. last them into the pandemic Mm -hmm. and now they're struggling so i feel like if we can tell parents that are listening to this Mm -hmm. anything going through the pandemic Mm -hmm. is find a sports program Mm -hmm. that's out there i know yeah find a safe one right now town town of Cary, everything's shut down you know raleigh everything's shut down as far as the rec league stuff Mm -hmm. but if you can find something that's safe. I don't care if it's basketball, mm-hmm. uh, volleyball, golf, whatever it is. Let them get outside yes. and let them get some time to be around other people, other kids, yeah. because that's going to do a universe of good. Because get right now, dopamine. kids kids are they, they think they're fine. But yeah. the only thing that's holding them together at the moment is their addiction to those screens. Yeah. And as soon as you pull them away from that, holy shit. It was hard before the pandemic, yeah. but fuck me. It, yep. is a, it is a nightmare. They love their screens. No, they, they really don't love, love their, their screens. screens. They are dependent yes. on them now. My yes. son literally takes his cell phone in the bathroom with him. Just take a shower, yeah. like all types of shit. Like fuck, he has to watch uh, fuck, Netflix. I do that. <laughs> I, I, I do too. Yeah, I, I, ironically enough, I do the same shit. <laughs> but so yeah. it's, not, it's not all that different. Yeah. I think we all we all need to get the fuck outside yes. and and mm-hmm. and do that's something. True. That's yes. why that's why stuff is so important, like golf and yeah. all that stuff. All that, types that of hiking, yeah. dude, house, doing anything. Get out the house, yeah. go do something. Yeah, go do something. Yeah, yeah, man, the way that it, this is affecting kids, man, I can't even imagine. And I, I do have a question about the friend, the friendship stuff. Yes, sir. So do you find it easier? Do you find it, that it's easier for boys to become to bond over sports 
or do you see it equally with Ooh. girls and guys? I don't, man, I, I, it's pretty equal. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. It's pretty equal. It's interesting with boys because when we first meet each other, we're competition. Yeah. You know what I'm right. saying? And girl, girls on is, is, I don't want to say they're not as competitive. No. They're just as competitive. Yeah, Be clear. On a different level. It's just, different but level. it's just, they're a lot more, they're a lot quicker to drop the competitive side. That's really funny because mm -hmm. if, if let's say Dre and I, Dre and I have known each other for mm -hmm. almost 30 years. Mm -hmm. So let's say Dre and I didn't see each other for 10 years. I could see Dre somewhere and we would be having a conversation just like we are right now. Oh yeah. And I don't, it's no time has passed. Right. And that, yes. that, that's yeah, the yeah, thing. Yeah, like that. yeah. And I have, like that. and my, and my wife says that it's just a guy thing. Really? Yeah. Well, I, th I, 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 I don't that. disagree with her. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because guys get together. So we don't have to talk about anything that happened in the last 10 years. Right. We're that's just exactly going to bullshit about what's going on today. That's why I was wondering. I've had women in my life see that relationship and be like, what are you talking about? Didn't you ask him about what's going on in his life? Like, why would I do that? Why would I do that? If he wants to tell me, he'll tell me. I think women have a totally different interpretation of how men talk to each other when women aren't around. Yeah. I think so. They talk, they like talking about us. We could care less about talking about us. I, I don't exactly. ask my homies about exactly. their love life. You know what no. I'm mean? saying? Exactly. I don't, I don't no, care that, about that does who my homies banging and shit about. like that. I don't care. Sorry, any, <laughs> I, no no I offense to, to women who are listening not, to right no, now. No we don't mean that as a negative. It's just how it works. It's just guys. What, yeah. how do guys do with friends. Yeah. Yeah, or people that we've known. that we. And anybody who would like to share... That we are completely dead ass wrong about please, this. Please, please. Email yes, us at the at Joe Sports Show at gmail.com mm -hmm. mm -hmm. and we would be glad to have you on the show to talk about yes. women <laughs> and their relationships. Yep. And we'd be interested to have that conversation. Or DM please. us on Twitter um, uh, yes. at J Schmo Sports. That's right. Um, that's right. All right. So let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about Jersey Mike's a little bit. So yeah. Jersey Mike's not a sponsor. Could be, call me. But they are a sponsor. <laughs> they are a sponsor for Mr. Mike Jones and the Guru School. So wow. uh, tell us a little bit about what number one, what mm -hmm. this is. Number two, how this became mm -hmm. for you. And Number three, I want to hear about this interview. All right. Okay. So, so um, this Jersey Mike's thing. Jersey Mike's, they do a, a Community Hero Award yep. every year. Mm -hmm. And essentially what happens is they have an open forum where people can nominate different people. Yeah. They take the top five nominee getters or nomination getters in the country, and they give them an award, a Community Hero Award. Just so happens this year I got the most nominations in the whole country. That's Ooh, dope. So, that is awesome. So who started this ball rolling for you? I Honestly, man, I couldn't tell you. I, I Nobody's I come think, forward to I tell you? I think it was one, I, one of my kids had sent me the award one time, and I, I just glanced at it. I was like, man, there's no way we'll win some shit like that. Nobody cares about what we're doing in Hillsboro, North Carolina. So I wrote it. I'd forgotten all about it, honestly. And then one day they emailed me like, yeah, you're a community hero. That's and then I got on the phone with unreal. them. And like, you're not only a community hero, like you got the most nominations in the entire country. I think mm. of 7,000 nominations, I got like wow. half maybe. Damn, dude. Shit. It was a lot. It was yeah. a lot. It was a lot. It was wow, a lot. I don't think crazy. I should. I don't think they should. Yeah, I don't think I should be telling y'all that. But <laughs> they told me in confidence. But yeah, we can edit that. Out. No, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> but um. So anyways, I get this award and they donate $5,000 to the gym and they, they also feature me in like this documentary type thing. So this mm -hmm. past weekend, they came to, to film the documentary at okay. the school. Yes. All they right. came and basically filmed me for a day and they interviewed me for about two hours. It yeah. was super intense. Yeah. Yeah. It was super intense. Well, like, it was so intense. It's, we, it wasn't we, like this. They didn't pour you a drink. And <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Talk about like whatever the fuck you know. It was like, it's just interesting because... Like in the basketball world, 
kids constantly want to be filmed and they want to film their workouts and they want to yeah. cut up little mix yeah. videos and put them on the tickety talk. Exactly. That type of <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? So I'm it's too like, old for this shit. I have kids coming in with cameras all the time to film different kids that I'm working with and stuff like this yeah. wasn't like this. Like they showed yeah. up with boom mics and big lights and all type of mm. shit. Like I was sitting on this stool and they got this big camera in my face. Felt like you were Jordan in the last minute. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It was just like I've got these big huge lights. There's a mic hanging above my head it was super intense bro they're asking me all these questions that it was like why do i do what i do and Mm. this that how many kids have you touched and and all type of stuff it was just it was really intense they almost made me cry they don't let that last question like in a good way i was just gonna say the last time clint got interviewed it was more like robin on the last Yes, but uh, it was interesting. They they interviewed my son. They interviewed yeah. some of the kids that nice. I work with. Nice. They interviewed my parents. They came to my mom's oh, house. They, oh, we were man. sitting in my mom's kitchen with big ass. It's funny. She cooks something up. It's funny because my mom. When I told my mom about this award, mm-hmm. I don't think she understood how big a deal yeah. it was. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, mom, they want to come film at your house. And you say, okay, fine, whatever. They pulled up with big ass cameras and they they're dropping a mic in her shirt and all. My mom's like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, I, bet you, I bet you. I bet you. After that experience she couldn't have been more proud of you no doubt if you made it all into the nba man she, was, she's more was, proud about this yes. than anything like that well it's I mean, like it's like they say the walter payton so man of the year award impactful. is the that's the so most impactful. prestigious prestigious award in the nfl yeah, yeah right? for sure so that and this is that the, she was a this human. is very similar yeah, yeah. yeah she was a human yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it i think the most the, the trippiest part of it was to see my mom so is that what almost made you cry i, I she cried mm-hmm. they interviewed her and she cried well that's what i'm saying was that what almost made she what made me cry what did she ask me i can't remember what it was they were interviewing just me and i think they asked me uh to describe how proud i am of the kids or something like that wow yeah sure man yeah i get that we won't have started quivering and shit oh that's what they wanted yeah oh yeah she was saying it yeah she kept saying i'm gonna get you i'm gonna get you to cry very cool what you should have done at that point is just jumped up on the couch <laughs> I'm so damn proud of these yeah. kids. Yeah, it was it was crazy though. It was like honestly, part of it was super awkward uh-huh. because it's just like, I don't like people making a big deal about what I'm doing because I feel like yeah. I'm just doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. I feel like everybody should care about kids. Everybody mm-hmm. should should care about other people. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to give yourself kudos. No, nah, no. Nah, right. it, to me, when you make a big deal about me doing that type of stuff, it's like why aren't you doing right. this type of stuff? Right. You know, like it, there's well, eight here, here's a billion people the, on the earth. The fact that they're making such a big deal about it mm-hmm. tells you a lot about society yeah yeah no not that you're not doing an amazing mm-hmm. thing because you are yeah. absolutely i appreciate that but but the fact that it's it's that unusual mm-hmm. doesn't that mm-hmm. just blow your mind yeah, yeah. it's a little mm-hmm. awkward look a lot of people are just busy with their lives mm-hmm. right they have kids mm-hmm. they got careers their mm-hmm. de- careers aren't dedicated to other people's kids and things like that you got your mm-hmm. own kids Yep. But you but you dedicating your life mm-hmm. to something that you're really passionate about, which is working with kids, mm-hmm. teaching basketball, bringing them up, giving them a safe place to learn the sport, to to be creative, it, all that to, stuff. To, 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 to improve their minds exactly. in a lot of different ways. And the fact that it is such an aberration is it, it, it speaks, speaks to, a lot. It, yeah. it speaks yeah. to not I, I wouldn't say how empty our society is, because mm-hmm. I don't think it's that. I just think it's we move at such a speed in life in mm-hmm. this country people to, to 
two income households. Mm-hmm. People, the 40 hour work week is completely gone. Yeah. People are working 50, 60, 70 hours mm-hmm. a week. Two parents, mm-hmm. kids coming home. They're having to do their own homework, fix mm-hmm. their own snacks, stuff like that. Parents mm-hmm. barely get home for dinner, even in the best of circumstances, mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. You think about like even people that don't have even that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it's just hard to focus on kids yeah. when you've got so much shit to worry about yourself. Yeah, so that's what yeah. it, yeah. it, it says that you're doing what you're doing. It's a, it's passion work. And it really is incredible that you dedicate that much time and effort. It's like, a teacher but you don't have to be right yeah right it's yep. what you choose to do and we applaud you for that yeah. i appreciate that and yeah, that, really that actually leads in perfectly to the next I thing i wanted that. to go through What's up? Talk so to i'm going to read the i'm going to read the jersey mike's description of what awards you want okay <laughs> mm-hmm. so yeah. jersey mike's hometown hero only five people awarded the five thousand dollar grant for making an impact on a local community grants designed to help them make an even bigger impact mm-hmm. so my question to you is how are you going to make that bigger impact or what are you going to do? What plans have you made? Or Right now, the biggest goal is to get our gym space in an uh, air conditioner. Okay. That's the biggest goal. Right now, inside of a – basically, when you walk into my gym, we've got two offices. We have a bathroom, and then we've got the big gym space. Mm-hmm. In the offices and the bathroom, we have AC, but then inside of the gym space, like we Cameron. don't. Cameron. Exactly. Okay. Similar. Similar. And who are you working with? Some, are you working with a local company? Honestly, we're just trying to raise the money at this point. So okay. I, I, I haven't even got that far in my head. Okay. I, Dom and I work, we're like connectors in the networking world yeah, okay. and whatnot. And I have a lot of ideas behind this okay. um, that literally just came to my head. Um, I thought you were going to say you had like, my, my, my mind's like right now, like how many HVAC people do I know oh, that okay. own their own companies? Well, so, exactly. Like, this, is, yeah. this is where I'm going to. Yeah. And there's one big one in Hillsboro. Really? That, and they love to sponsor things. Wow. And okay. what I'm thinking is maybe a trade-off of some sort. got to get me in the sort. Hillsboro inner circle, bro. Okay, bro. And we're you. about to do that. Yes, yeah. man, you got to pull and the curtains well, out it's, me, it's, uh, Larry Warren. He owns Warren Hay Heating okay. and Air. And they're okay. a big... Not a sponsor, a, but a could big be. space. Could be. Big space. <laughs> um, I've been a friend of Larry's family for a very long time. Very cool. And he, as I said, they like to sponsor things. And mm-hmm. if we could get you guys hooked up and get you how an much air square, conditioner How much square footage are we talking about? Right. That's another question. Okay. 2,200 square feet. How high are the ceilings? 19 feet. 19 feet. So yep. that's going to take a little bit more than a normal mm-hmm. 20, 20, uh, 2,000 square foot house. Yep. Yeah, yeah. But we could, like, maybe they'd be willing to work off something. Let's see what, let's see what we can work up. Man, let's see what we can dope. work up, man. Be because be there's dope. a bunch of people that we could all work out to, reach out to. Yeah, They're and, all about helping, so why shouldn't absolutely. somebody help I mean, you? It, it's funny because when I first got into this process, in my head, I was just like, man, I'm going to go in here. I'm going to find a space. I'm going to put a basketball goal up. Man, we fucking rolling. Just mm-hmm. that man, there's so much shit mm-hmm. that goes into yeah. opening yeah. a business, And air bro. conditioning is one of those things. One day I'm sitting in the office. Yeah. I'd probably been in the space maybe six weeks. I'm sitting in yeah, the yeah. office. They're installing TVs and shit. I'm sitting here minding my business. All of a sudden this man walks up with a white tur- white shirt on and a clipboard. He starts knocking on the door. Uh, I open the door. Yeah, I'm the fire marshal. Oh, yeah. Mm. Wonderful. Wonderful. Uh, so mm. 56 mistakes later, yeah. he gives me a $400 fine yeah. for mm-hmm. anything under the sun. He's yeah, man, you got to pay this here. I won't be back for three years, but you got to. You need fire hey, extinguishers hey, on like, this wall. I didn't, have, wall, I didn't have outlet covers. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, well, look, look, <laughs> he look. He will pull up on He's, yeah, he's sure. essential. He will pull up. He's essential. Yes, understood. But here's the thing. Are you going to be serving kids food? Yes. Yeah. Do you, have you had the health inspector there yet? Jesus. 
No, and I ask yeah. because y- you're going to need to get somebody who's SurfSafe certified. Uh, you probably okay. want to get somebody on staff who okay. is a food service expert, okay. specialist, or at least just professional All right. to to be able to do Even that stuff like and take care lunches? of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, well, well, See, for the most part, the kids bring their own lunches. And well, on, that's, Friday, that's on Fridays, fine. we have pizza day. That's the only well, time if you're, buying, if you're buying pizza and bringing it in, that's, that's, literally, a, that's, that's the only yeah. time. That's if the you're only producing time. the food. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Hell, so okay, you, you okay, don't okay. have a kitchen no, 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 there. Yeah, yeah, nah, okay. Okay. Nah, 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 nah. I was I, just thinking, I love like, making tacos. with the fire inspector, with the fire inspector, and then you got the health inspector. Yeah, nah, man, but the health of the fire inspector, he or the fire marshal, he just walked up one day. You know what? It was crazy, You're doing good stuff. Yeah. They want to make sure the kids are safe. They want to make sure everybody's safe. They're there to do a job that, you know, that. And you just got to roll with it. And it's a lesson learned. And a lot of business people learn the same hard lesson. Yeah. And it sucks, but it's it's something you're not going to mess up next time. No, not at all. Yeah, for sure. Well, and, no, no going yeah. forward, bro, that you have two people here that know people that do literally everything. everything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate and it. And yeah. we have built our networks as such to where people that we know will do things for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think it's funny y'all say that networking stuff. So I think that's where I struggled as a man. I got you. Because I feel okay. like in my head, I just feel like everybody's competition. I don't want to ask you for shit. Yeah, no. I'll figure no, it out no, myself. No. You know here's what I'm saying? Here's the thing. Here's the and thing. I, I just, my biggest fear is, yeah. is, or it used to be, is me reaching out to somebody for help and then becoming super duper successful and that sure. same person saying, man, he'd have never got sure. here if it wasn't for me. Right. Uh, well, you know well, what I'm saying? Well, that type of shit. Let, let me tell you. Like that. I, I, yeah, I've grown out of that it, now. Yeah. I've grown out. You can't do shit by yourself. You can't. People who act that way are not good networkers. Yes. Here's the way it works. People like Clint and I, we don't go into it going, hey, can you help me do something? What we do is we go to people and we're like, how can we help you? How can we do something for you? Who can we introduce you to that will help you? Or And a lot of times we've helped them. And we then introduce the next person that, that we come along to that we know needs something mm-hmm. to somebody who can help them and so on and so forth. It's just giving and yep. giving. Yep. But here's the thing. You're way ahead of us. Yep. You've already been giving. Yep. You give to the people that can't give back That's right. in any way, shape. Like mm-hmm. the kids, they're not giving because they're kids. They need everything given to them right now. But yep. the, you know, it, and that is what it is. But people hear that story and they're gonna they're gonna want to help you without asking oh, for bro. help. They just need yeah. to know no about idea. it. That's you have all. No idea. Yeah. Like no idea. Really? Like we the the some of the platforms that we're on and some of the people that we know, man, they're just they're and, all about giving. And giving, uh, giving it for yeah. Sure. It's kind of it's insane. And if you if you're willing to accept the help, yes. like I have zero doubt that we could help get you things that you guys would need. Well this and that's is me not humbly to, I don't want to make it feel like Clint's tooting his own horn, and no. I'm tooting my own horn. It's just, it's just what we do. I think there's it's, a difference it's, between tooting your own horn and, and stating facts. Right, well, and well, it's facts. Like, if but, I say I'm the guru, am I, yeah. am I tooting my own no, horn? No, 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 like no. Fa- but I think really what we're saying just in general is people are kind. Yeah. And yeah. people want to help people. Mm-hmm. They just need to know. At least the people we associate with. I think general most people are good. I, 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 I have hope a, to, I, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope that's, that's true. true. I have a par- very positive outlook on human true. nature. Mm-hmm. There's some people, but they, most people are they're on mm-hmm. the up and up. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. I agree. 
I agree. Yeah, well, okay, sure. so what's your ultimate goal with the Guru School? The ultimate goal mm-hmm. is to open four or five of them. Okay. Are you That's where, the like goal. in North Carolina? I've, I've, honestly, out? I've, I've already started looking at my, my second right. location, man. It's right there across the street from the Baxter. You know where the barbershop is? Um, yes. The brick building? Mm. Right there. Mm. But that one isn't going to be basketball. It's going to be all academic. Because all, that's, that's that a much location, smaller space. And that location's amazing. Man, in terms but is of isn't, this, is it, isn't that like Park Place? Like talking Monopoly here? No. Ironically enough. Because that's in Carborough, right? I think it's a Chapel Hill is it a Chapel I could Hill be address? wrong. I could be wrong, but I think it's a Chapel Hill address. I did my due diligence and I found out that the people who own the building are black. Okay. They willed it to their kids. Okay. And their kids want a black business to be in there. Okay. Nice. So yeah, well, that makes sense. Yeah, let I me, fit that category. Sign me, me up. Yeah. Let me because my mind thinks in a strange way, whenever I think of businesses, is like, how can this be scaled? Mm-hmm. And it seems to me that the idea mm-hmm. that you could take basketball schooling right mm-hmm. you could you've got the the skills and the education when it comes to direct basketball training mm-hmm. and then you combine that with the tutoring for young people and then the camps in the mm-hmm. summertime and maybe after school programs and that seems like something that you could open in almost any community Anywhere. in the country Where? you wouldn't you wouldn't have to just like i i Anywhere. hear you say my ultimate goal is to open four or five of these. And I'm like, why is your ultimate goal not to open four or 5,000 right. of these? Yeah. Why are no you not I the like Jersey Mikes yeah. of teaching kids the value of playing ball and at the same time making sure that their mind is right? I agree with Dominic. That is – imagine the impact Man, of that exactly. on the lives of kids imagine. in this country. Jeez. You could do it. I could. You could do you it. You just convinced me. Yeah. You sold me. Hey, 000, I think you 4, take 000. that. 4, I think you take that concept like and see mm-hmm. if you can get into Launch Chapel Hill, and they'll t- they that is a boot camp mm-hmm. for people to learn how to be a business. Mm. Does it matter that I'm a nonprofit? That's what I was gonna ask. <sighs> and Art, do you Does have your five five hundred one? So does that matter Ooh. that I'm a nonprofit? We I just, we literally just had a conversation. With yeah. About yeah, yeah, this. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah, all, yeah. The, all of the money that I generate at the Guru School mm-hmm. stays in the Guru School. Yeah, like so, it doesn't come to me. I definitely didn't do this to get rich. Dom and I are going to hook you up with a friend of ours mm-hmm. um, that Several. has a super super successful nonprofit. Okay. Yeah. And mm. she does. So what, she what, builds bikes for kids. Okay, so she'll take a super school. Dope. She'll take yeah. a school. Anything for kids, right? I'm with it. An entire school yeah. that's uh, underfunded in an urban community, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. and. She goes to, she finds out how many kids are in the school, if there's mm-hmm. any with special needs or anything, and they literally custom make their bikes. Mm-hmm. And then they have a big, huge unveiling of three, four, five hundred bikes yeah. for these kids. Like this girl, this woman was on Steve Harvey mm-hmm. talking about this because she, like you, mm-hmm. she started like a GoFundMe mm-hmm. that just blew up. Yes. Like just took off. Yeah. So you guys are in the same space mm-hmm. as far as the kids go. Mm-hmm. And well, well, and here's the thing. She got on Steve Harvey yeah. and then Oprah wanted to have her on, but then she couldn't because Steve Harvey yeah, already got to her first. Yep. Yeah. Have you been on Steve Harvey? No. Let's get you on Oprah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, who are you talking sign to? Me <laughs> hey, sign me up. Hey, sign me up. But yeah, possible, we, we, will, we will definitely make this connection. That's yeah, actually yeah. possible. Yeah, it yeah. is. That it's is. definitely possible because yeah. of the award the Jersey Mike's yeah. and the no, D Todd. Yeah. Don't exactly. even get me started. And we're going to skip the Dr. Phil show, though. Yeah. Because <laughs> D knows everybody. That, and she's yeah. huge. Wasn't that her friend that hooked up her in Stedman? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She hooked up. Yep. 
Yep. yep. There we go. You write about yeah. that. We did talk about, about that. that. I totally go. forgot about that. If Oprah needs me, I'm coming. Yeah. No, oh, no <laughs> doubt. I'm pulling up. Oh, no doubt. I'll be there. Like today. You know, hey, like today. Hey, right now. Hey, hey. she going to make you cry. Oh, I'll, cry, I'll fucking cry like a baby on Oprah. Are you shitting me? My mom used to record Oprah every day on a VHS. Oh, yeah, boy, four o'clock. I, I swear to God, the day that I see Oprah's couch, you could not tell my mom. Shit. Oh yeah, you couldn't tell her. My baby on. My baby on. Oh, legend. My baby's on. Period. All right. You know that. Straight that, up. The last like a minute and a half is what we're sending to her as the That's clip. Right. right. Oh my God. Please <laughs> do. Uh, please do. Please do. Oh my gosh. Uh, that in the Jersey Mike's video. I'm it's telling you. Go out there. Yeah, it I'm is. Uh, you, yeah. That Jersey Mike's thing. Big deal, man. Big deal. I and don't even think I realized how big a it deal it should was. Be, it should be humbling. And you also should be very proud. I, I am. You should am. be. And you have every reason to be. It seems, and I don't think I'm taking a big leap here. What's up? I think you like Kobe. Yeah, I love okay. Kobe. Love Kobe. You got the Kobe's on. Yeah, he's, he's got the Mamba tat. Yeah, okay. okay. So he's you're you're going in the way of Kobe. What he was Trying doing to. when yeah, I never you know, thought about when it like he that, passed. Yeah, yeah I never you thought know, about I mean, like uh, what he did for not only kids but mm. females, like yes. like girls Women's basketball. Yeah, yeah. Yes. and his passion behind mm -hmm. that. Let's talk about let's talk about your podcast mm -hmm. a little bit. Yes, and I, I know you're not. You said you're not really working on it right now. It's, it's not as, as formal and as, mm -hmm. and, as, and as structured as y'all's. But uh, we, so not we, formal. Just I'm just, see, you see what, what we're I'm doing? Saying is, like, we, don't, we don't got fancy <laughs> boards and mics okay. and, okay. and all this other shit. <laughs> we got I literally lucky, bro. press record on my phone and I talk shit we with got, my friend. We got we got lucky, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. But the premise of my podcast is called the No Cap Podcast with Guru and Vaughn. Vaughn okay. is my okay. brother, yeah, and we yeah. basically just interview my kids. Yeah, we talk about life, we talk about basketball, we play this or that, all type of mm -hmm. shit like that. It's just well, it's then let's talk about some of your kids. Oh, so please. let's what? let's take a couple, two or three. All right, let's spotlight them. So, okay, where do they go to school? What are they right. looking to do at okay. the next steps? And maybe even how they've helped you Man. at the Guru School. We should have brought right. one. Okay, maybe we can do that next time. We well, when we get you on Oprah, yes, we'll have you, you back bring and you bring a girl. We'll bring one of your wearing your kids with you. Oh man, I'd love to. Yeah, okay, I'd love to. I guess I should start with my son. Right? My son's son? name is uh, Jalen Jones. Okay, he just finished his junior season at Charlotte Latin. Okay, he was nice. he was second in scoring and led the team in literally everything else. Okay, okay, from the point guard position, he's super athletic. He's he's a way better athlete than I ever was. And he's playing yeah. point. Yes, he plays well. point and okay. the two guard. He's not as cerebral as I was. But he's a way better athlete than me. Like okay. my son is five nine. It. He can windmill. Oh, if that gives you any yeah, reference, that's crazy. He's oh. bouncy as fuck. He's got right. really long arms. <laughs> like right. he's a phenomenal. He, he, my son is so athletic. He'd have been good at anything. And he just got Nobody. a scholarship offer. He's gotten. A, he's got. He's getting a lot of Division three interest okay. right now. He's probably yeah. had about maybe ten schools call asking okay. about let me, him. Let me ask you a question. What's up? Talk to me, how, bro. How, how's he doing in school? He has a 3.7. I love nice. it. Nice That's what I'm talking love about. Love the student is mom will fuck him up. The student athlete. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm the one. I'm, I, I drive the basketball car. Yeah. Mom's like, he ain't playing basketball without his grade. Right. Good, good mom. Yes, yeah. for sure. Yeah, that's yeah. Good. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So, so we have so we have your son. My son, he's he just finished junior. his junior year. Just finished his junior, junior year. Finished. Then we have uh I guess I should say uh Laney Beal. Laney Beal. She La was on your first podcast. Yes. Laney Beal She's plays. She's the one that goes to East. Yeah, no, she actually plays Chapel Hill. Chapel yeah, she High. plays at okay. Chapel Hill. She is uh she just finished her junior year as well. She is she's very talented. Think Kendall Marshall. Oh, he mm. that's who she is. Second favorite player at Carolina. She's of all Kendall time. Marshall. Okay. A hundred percent. She gets mm. outlet pass. Her very first thought is hitting and the ball up the court. Is Kendall working with her at all? No, but <laughs> I know you know those guys. Yes, I do know a lot of those guys. But <laughs> Laney's really good. She's left handed like Kendall. Oh. 
Super, uh, she's getting a lot of Division One interest. I bet. A from lot her. of Division One interest. She's another really good athlete. Who's she, she getting it from? Old Dominion. Okay. A bunch of mid-majors. William okay. and Mary. William uh, and Mary's got a good program. Yeah, though. William and Mary. Say, hey, Old Dominion, William and Mary, you got that 757 exactly. connection back there. Precisely. <laughs> yeah. Precisely. Then you got, who else has, has been talking to her? Uh, App State. Okay. UNC yeah. Wilmington. UNC. Uh, yeah. Coastal Carolina. It's hard, not to, it's hard to say no to Coastal. It's, it's essentially all the UNCs but UNC. Uh, why not? Ironically. Well, cause, well, I don't know. So UNC I don't. Was, I don't. I've, they don't recruit. Local. I don't know. I don't know anything about Laney. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't know her playing career mm -hmm. or anything. I do know a little bit about Courtney Banghart, and I do know that 2021, 2022, she has a top three class. Really? That's all I do know. Mm -hmm. She seems like a super cool lady. The well, she, I've interacted so with her. I've actually went to I went to a breakfast where she spoke mm -hmm. when she first got introduced. It was fantastic. Like was she had me want to play, bro. Really? Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, I and imagine. I mean, she, and he would have too, but those shin splints. Man, those shin splints <laughs> and the short shorts, man. I don't those think I can. damn shins. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, what kind of student do we have in Laney? Laney's also a phenomenal student. Okay, Absolutely. Chapel Hill City Schools are not easy. Yes, historically, for sure. for sure. I, don't, I don't know if it's still for the sure. same way. Yes, and she plays in the backcourt with this girl named Riley Corcoran. Okay, she Riley, was also on your podcast. Exactly, Riley just finished her junior season as well. Oh, wow, okay. and uh, she's the, the the every time Laney gets the outlet pass and she hit it ahead, she's hitting ahead to Riley. Okay, mm. and Riley's gonna go lay it. Yeah, Riley's getting a lot of Division two interest. Okay, Lenore Ryan really wants Ooh, Ryan. Yeah, uh, sure. Riley, it's good yeah, super good, super good student as well. Has when, an identical sister when, who's a ballet dancer. No when, doubt. Yes. when do the when do women's programs typically start recruiting? Ooh, their classes because you you hear oh are you getting a lot of division two interest but mm -hmm. you know, when the, the division ones go ah no, you're gonna come here yeah it usually happens about now yeah. Riley's a division one talent as well yeah yeah, yeah for sure yeah yeah for sure all, okay. all of my kids they're really coachable they're really receptive to to being critiqued I'll tell you you're trash mm. really quick. I'll be your biggest cheerleader, but at the same time, I'll tell you, like, your handle needs work. What we should do, we should try to get it, and I, I'm going to say I'm 95% confident mm -hmm. she would say yes. Mm -hmm. Let's get D to come talk to your girls. Oh, my God, please. Yeah. yeah. They would get a kick out of her. Well, you, oh, oh, I bet. You, so you listen to that that podcast, which she's responsible for, like, essentially officiating with the women's game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And the women getting the same prize stuff mm -hmm. that the men get yes. yeah, yeah. and so she was very influential on that lady's basketball. a rock star man and yeah, i think amazing. that it would be a hell of a conversation mm -hmm. uh for those girls her and jackie wittenberg derek's derek wittenberg's yes. wife and they have the dw foundation cool. and they also work with college kids mm -hmm. so they do and tell me if i'm missing anything here mm -hmm. but what they do is kids that can't afford to pay the rest of their mm -hmm. uh, late so most scholarships go to freshmen you know, freshmen yeah, yeah. yeah or, or, or kids early in the college process okay. the dw foundation helps kids late in the college process so they can finish because that cool. gets ignored right, right. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, true that's yeah. true a lot so, of kids do quit yeah for sure and so i think the, those two together would be phenomenal to come talk to your please like to your camp please. and stuff and please let, well i'm sure my kids get tired of hearing my voice. i'm sure <laughs> they do well, you know, yeah. i'm sure they get tired of hearing my and voice yeah, yeah. d, d sure. is just so incredibly accomplished that yeah. i think that it would be a phenomenal conversation mm, she does sure. seem like an amazing woman yeah she really is for sure i should probably mention one more girl while i'm sitting yeah, here Aaliyah harris Okay. She plays point guard at Orange High School. Okay. Yeah, she just finished her her junior year. She's getting a lot of interest as well. Division one, two, and three. Okay. She's she's buckets. We call her bucket. I, I'm I, I I love if I I don't love you if you don't have a nickname. Right. Like if yeah. I call you by your first name, I don't really fuck with you. We call her <laughs> Little Bucket. Right. So that's yeah. her nickname. Bucket is getting a lot of she's getting a lot of interest. So she, she can score. Yes. Okay. Yes, she will get a bucket. Yeah. Okay. She's the score first point guard. Okay. 
Yeah, Laney, Laney wants She's to. She's the Laney's super white. unself. Exactly. Right. Okay. What's Laney's What's Laney's nickname? A Laney legend. Yeah, Laney legend. There was somebody with little eyebrows. Yeah, little eyebrows. That's why she's so worried about her makeup and her eyebrows all the time. We call it little eyebrows. So what's your turnover? What's your boy's nickname? Stink. Stink. Everybody calls him Stink. That's because you. Nah, he start. He when he was a baby. When he was a baby, I remember I take his little shoes off. His feet stunk so bad. He had grown man stinking feet, right? So it started as stinky feet, and it just graduated. There, there are people who literally don't know he has a real name because everybody just calls him Stink. It could be one of those things where every whatever he does, you're like. Yeah. Court, you know. mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. State face. Yes, you know, after after this gets on iTunes, he's gonna call you Dad for yeah. real. God damn it. <laughs> I ask him all the time, yo, you want me to stop calling you stink? Nah, like he don't give a fuck. Like, all right. He loves uh, it. Uh, he's been stink <laughs> his whole he's been stink his whole life. So he don't care uh, no more. Yeah, the, the, the meaning of that name changes in college. It really does. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. For sure. For sure. But right, yeah. So, uh, Mike, we want to be respectful of your time, man. Mm -hmm. Dom, is there anything else that you had that you wanted to talk about? Man, I could talk to him all day, but, uh, I'm you know. All day, man. Whatever y'all want to do. <laughs> it's all good. It's mm -hmm. all good. Nah, let's, let's uh, wrap it up. Yep. Dre, you got anything else, bro? No, you're good, man. Okay. All right. We, we just man, appreciate you being here. Thank you been, so much for having me. Honestly. You've been adding great color to the show today dre with your with your insights and and witty sarcasm and your shit uh, <laughs> mike we are very appreciative of you thank uh, you so coming much in and really? like we only just met we've talked a few times but i'm proud of what you've done thank you yeah, um, yeah. and yeah. what you're going to really? continue to do for the community i can't wait to see what you're going to do with this hometown hero stuff and with this air conditioning and with the air conditioning that's right <laughs> and we'll work on we'll work on the introductions and whatnot Please. and uh, and see what we can do to to help you and to help the guru school is there yeah, anything else that you wanted to add before nothing man just do something for other people man yeah. think about others. hell yeah no think doubt about other people yeah. man i like that and, and i'll be honest with you guys i guess when i first started this whole basketball training journey like i wanted to be like famous and i wanted to have clout mm -hmm. and i wanted you know people to know me shit like that but now it's the older that i get i just want to be remembered now yeah. Solid what do you music. want to be remembered for? The the guy who who was the basketball trainer, but then he started doing shit for the community. He opened five or six good five, five or six thousand, thousand gyms. guru schools. Mm -hmm. I've I've even thought about running for mayor of Carborough. Yep, do it. I've thought about it. You should do it. The, hey, the qualifications. Hey, why not? I'm telling you, the requirements to be mayor. This is not that hard. You got to have your masters and you got to be 30, 30 plus. Can I pull Can that I, back though? What's up? Talk to you're me. gonna have a much bigger impact on your community. By not continuing to do what you do. Really? Yeah. I think that's not really? necessarily yeah, yeah, yeah. false. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. State government is where the decisions are made, mm -hmm. but like what you're doing with these kids, mm -hmm. and I think yeah. Dom's right. I, I think four or five needs to be four or five thousand. Yeah, four or five thousand like, of I think these that's... is going to have much bigger impact on the lives think, of everybody. Just think the guru school right next to the name of boys and girls clubs yeah so you're talking the that's same right. kind of that's impact because that's yeah. essentially Don that's what Avery you're doing bracket. that's what you're doing though mike yeah essentially. you know you're, you're so don't sell yourself short is Fair what we're enough. saying don't sell yourself One short second. man you've, gotcha. you've got a great thing going you have the national recognition at this point or you will very mm -hmm. soon and we couldn't be more excited just for yeah, you man. man it's awesome to have somebody like you Right here in our community. Yeah, no doubt. I appreciate, I appreciate it. that. It honestly. is. I honestly yeah. do hey, hey, one. Uh, you know, I was thinking a question earlier, and I, I forgot about it. You, being that you're a local Durham guy and you mm -hmm. grew up in that community, I know that. Do the, I hate uh, Duke? Yes. It, well, okay. <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, that, okay. That's that, and that's what we want to hear. <laughs> but that that was not the question okay, that I was going to ask. All right. So but I know an answer, regardless of the question. So I know the basketball and the hip hop community. 
often it gets very well tied together. Yeah, so we have a gentleman who made the the introduction music to our podcast, yes. the opening Super closing dope. music. Isn't that and, great? Yeah, oh, no, DJ Skaz. Skaz Digga. Digga. I've heard that name. That Big Daddy yeah. Kane's DJ. I've yeah. heard that hey, name. From Durham. He lives in Durham. Fun fact, you brought up Big Daddy Kane, not to yeah. cut you off. Yeah. I, when I was the FedEx man, yeah, I yeah. once delivered a package to Big Daddy Kane's house at 8.30 in the morning. He answered the door in his drawers. Nice. nice. <laughs> we're going to bring that back around because Full I think he should do, I think we might be able to get a, a, a show like done for charity wow. with the proceeds that we can, we might be able to do I don't that. think that's a bad idea Why not? yeah skaz is great the intro music is fire yeah it is yeah. it is um, it's very very cool and so we it just so happened we met him through a networking event yeah um, again there's that networking there's shit network. because yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Met, met mr andre mcneil who is the music director for bb king world tour wow yeah, yeah. and you he's friends yeah, yeah, yeah. with skaz mm -hmm. and big daddy kane and so we, that's how we got that connection and mm -hmm. Then they ended up just doing our music, man. That's yeah, that's cool. dope. Yeah, it's just. Well, I, just I just didn't know, like, coming up in Durham, playing ball. If you knew Skaz. If you, if you knew Skaz. I've heard the, I've heard the name. I yeah. have heard the name. Yeah. I can't tell you. We're going to get you guys hooked yeah, up. Yeah, we'll, sure. we'll definitely yeah, yeah. get you guys hooked up. So, Please do. Please all right. Do. If there's nothing else. Hey, hey, I, I, I will say, we were talking earlier how we don't really like to ask for stuff, but I will say to oh. the people that are listening to the show, yep. we're going to ask for you all to do something for us, which is. Subscribe to our show on iTunes. Leave it. Leave a rating and review, please. please. Five stars. If yep. it's anything less than that, we might just read it on the show. Very you know, snarky and, and, way. And, and very <laughs> snarky. Yeah, that that could definitely happen. We also have a YouTube channel. We are we are at JSMO Sports all, everywhere you find us on social media. That would be Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube, we also ha are on Spotify. So everywhere you could listen to a podcast, yep. if, if that's where you listen to your podcast, that's where we please are. subscribe to the show. And, Mike, and share it with your friends and family. And you know what? Tell Mike's story, man. Yeah. It, it, this is definitely. a story that, that needs to be shared because he's making a huge impact on our community. Yep. And we're proud as fuck of him. And I appreciate it. Tell us where they can find you, Mike. Tell the people where they can find you. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at the Guru School NC, mm -hmm. or you can find me, uh, MJBT underscore 919. And if you'd like to be on the show or anybody else that you think that we should be talking to, mm -hmm. Please email us at joeschmosportshow at gmail.com or go to www.joeschmosportshow.com and contact us that's there. That's where all the content and, is. Yeah, that's where all the content is, and that's also where our Amazon affiliate link is there. So if you mm -hmm. want to help out the show, please click on our link there, and everything you purchase through that link is going to help us bring you more excellent content. Yes, mm -hmm. it will. Yes, it will. Can I ask you about your bills before we leave? Oh, please. Uh, please. How how was the year? I mean, did you enjoy it? Even though y'all didn't... Eat what I thoroughly enjoyed the year. Mm -hmm. There were some parts of the year that I was slightly frustrated with. There were mm -hmm. other parts of the year that I was ecstatic <laughs> I about. It had been a fun season I to am be a Bills so, fan. I am yeah. so glad to have a quarterback finally. Amen. Like a legit top five NFL quarterback Amen. and MVP candidate. Mm -hmm. And it hasn't been that way since, since Jim Kelly mm -hmm. was there. And if somebody was mentioning me earlier, oh, did you just put that flag up in the last year? <laughs> Hell oh no, man. God. I've been a Bills fan mm -hmm. for my entire life mm -hmm. since before they lost four straight Super Bowls. Mm -hmm. So I've been through the bad, the great, the terrible, and the it. excellent. Yeah, I'm disappointed they lost in the AFC championship game. I thought mm -hmm. they could have 
taken Kansas City, and I mm-hmm. thought they would have taken Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl. Two shit happens, and, mm-hmm. and they'll be back next year. So how do you become a Bills fan in Virginia Beach? That's a good question. So both my parents were from Buffalo. My entire family's from Buffalo. I got raised in that culture, and I come by it. Honestly, yeah. I get it. Yeah, yeah. I, I love Carolina, and I never knew why. It's just because my daddy instilled it in me. Yeah. I, I never asked any questions. So I, you know what? I didn't grow. Up. I didn't grow up loving Carolina, but you know what? I grew up hating Duke. So yeah. you know, hence I'm a Carolina <laughs> fan. Fight the power. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, y'all. Well, we'll catch you next time. Yep. Until Thank you, then, guys. Really. Yeah. yeah no, thanks, thanks for being thanks here, really. man. Thank, Thank you, guys. And and one last thing. Cut to the theme music. 